Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and good night. Do I ever have a story for you guys today? I'm gonna tell you the story when I threw a pay-per-view event in Arlington, Texas during the middle of COVID-19, the pandemic. So let's not take any more of your time and let's get right into it. I'm gonna start the story off at the very root of it. How this dream became a reality. It was pretty crazy how all the stars aligned and this became a reality. My friend Big Mike was over and he wanted to box a fellow boxer in Edmonton who had a fairly big name behind him. He talked to one of the OGs in the community and said, yeah, I can make this happen. I could fund this. Not a problem. I think it'd be very entertaining and uh, we could make a very good show out of it. Well, it didn't end up working out and that's when I said, Eureka. If this OG is willing to pull something off like that, how about I put a business plan in front of him and see if he's interested in having Big Brother Canada, Big Brother USA, the challenge and other reality stars box it out it was during covid there's nothing to do no events were happening and we thought we were going to take this opportunity and become filthy rich but one investor wasn't enough. So I started putting feelers out in the community, in the city. You know what? Another fellow Big Brother house guest by the name of Ryan was working for a promotion called Fight Night. And he was the commentator. And he's a hell of a commentator, I might say. And he's seen me kind of start poking around and tweeting and kind of trying to get a buzz going behind it. But really, I wasn't ready yet. I still needed to secure another investor. Oh, Ryan inboxed me and he said, uh, I want to introduce you to a guy by the name of Tom Fiddler, an older gentleman. He's on fight night 13 or 14 at this time. And I said, yeah, sure, let's check it out. So I drove all the way to Medicine Hat. Not Medicine Hat. It's called uh, Lethbridge, Alberta. Six and a half hours from Edmonton, Alberta. I took Big Mike with me um, because, you know, he has an amateur career and he's a big dude, six something, and he loves that. He loves that stuff. We went and we met with Tom Fiddler. I gave him the business plan. I gave him the pitch and he said he's all in. So now we had two secured investors. I knew I was still missing. Missing one major piece of the pie and that's when I got hit by a shooting star right in the head by the name of Peter Brown what a what an OG season one of Big Brother Canada the networking king the guy that lives and dies by the term Big Brother now I had two investors I had my right-hand man Peter Brown and we were ready to make this dream a reality I hired a company to make us a web page posters and banners we started just putting everything together and now we made an Instagram page, a Facebook page. I needed something so I can actually reach out to all these reality stars that I don't know and show that we were legitimate. I got myself into like a contest, promotion. It built the page up, a couple thousand followers. And then we started DMing people. We started calling people. We just started networking with our community. And surprisingly, every text, every phone call, everyone was all in. Everyone was beyond excited, beyond pay-per-view, boxing another reality TV star, and to boot in Arlington, Texas, United States of America, the hub. There's everything there, man. There's, there's, I think it's called Six Flags or Seven Flags or some shit like that. They have crazy infrastructure when it comes to entertainment. They have universities all over the place. That place is popping off, I must say. Everything's bigger in Texas. That's the bottom line. That's the model. So we went with it. And let me tell you, dealing with two different commissions, one in Canada, one in the States, getting people their physicals their medicals making sure they're making weight getting their promo videos getting their photos getting the information putting all this together making an org chart me and peter were working night and day i couldn't even sleep how excited i was but how much work 
it was taking. We were gonna have nine fights. That's 18 fighters. We ended up having nine fights, 18 fighters. We had three ring girls. We had two ring announcers. Sorry, one ring announcer and then one kind of behind the scenes ring announcer. We had two commentators. It was, it was literally mayhem. Booking flights, people from New York, people from Miami, people from Newfoundland, changing flights because they're gonna be in Toronto at the time where they had a modeling shoot in Las Vegas. And I'm telling you guys, the logistics on something like this, you gotta be a machine. And I'm not uh, tooting my own horn, but I'm telling you, me and Peter Brown put this thing together from nothing, from scratch, and it ended up being on Fight TV. It was on their main page. We were on so many different news articles around the states, on the web, so many interviews, you name it, TMZ. It was crazy. Everything was coming together. But at the end of the day, everything costed so much more because it was during COVID. People had to get vaccines. People had to um, get their swab test that what was it like 72 hours before they boarded the flight they had to get it before they left Arlington every bill was racking up and then there was other hidden fees like during COVID they gotta spray down the whole facility when you're done renting out the facility that's another eight to ten grand and extra staff because to do with COVID extra regulations to do with the boxing because COVID was around and you had to have more space for the ring and people walking down to the ring so they don't get exposed it was literally that was the biggest kick in the ass honest to god if we didn't have all that extra bullshit i think we would have turned a way bigger profit but not a big deal we're not talking about that i'm just telling you guys about the logistics and how there's there's so many obstacles that get sent your way and you don't even expect them and it's insane that you got to work on this on the fly and then people missing their flights flights delayed i was trying to fly people there three four days before the event just in case due to covid and how many flights were getting canceled and people calling me and they have now an eight hour delay when i paid for direct flights for everyone and that cost an arm and a leg it was nuts i literally can bring my wife downstairs right now for putting the kids to bed and she could tell you I didn't stop 24 7 hours a day for like five months straight making sure everything was gonna flow perfectly and that includes Peter as well and we both have our normal day jobs it was nuts well we all arrived to Arlington Texas every single person maybe two were delayed they still made it for the press conference the press conference was so cool it was in the hotel very funny standoffish lots of shots back and forth at each other it was pretty much big brother canada versus big brother america some of them were also winners of the challenge and runners up of the challenge it was a star cast like honest to god you could go back in time and look at the cast we had on c celebrity net fights one and it was insane the dream was right there now in our grasps. Everyone made way. The press conference went perfectly. Everyone was in the hotel. Everyone was doing their thing. And then fight night came. And that's the night of the battles. And let me tell you, if you go back to Fight TV and pre reorder the event the scraps were nuts like we had KOs TKOs uh, we had dislocated shoulders we had a couple of three rounders I have to say like every fight was insane not even one was kind of okay every fight from fight one to fight nine was a slobber knocker was literally chewing on your nails in anticipation and the joy the joy of actually commentating the event we put together and then Peter being the host, the ring announcer. It was... It was. 
<laughs> we actually pulled it off. The Canadian Amateur Boxing Com Commission was unbelievable helping us. The United States Boxing Commission helping us was absolutely even more amazing. Like, these guys did so much work to help us figure out the system that when I went into this, I went in blind. I had no clue about the rules. I had no clue about the fees. I had no clue about what COVID was going to throw at us. Booking hotels, flights. Oh my goodness. The venue, advertising. It was just one of the most challenging things I have ever did. But again, with the right team and the right people around you, we killed it. Let me tell you, my partner of Celebrity Net Fights, if it wasn't for him, we had no chance in hell of pulling this off. And I owe that guy an arm and a leg, as well as Tom Fiddler was amazing with uh, everything he also did as well. But my main man, my partner, oh, that guy is OG to the maximum. But let me get back to this story. My greatest accomplishment of all this event that took place and everything we put together was the joy of every fighter walking to the ring and the camera in front of them to see their face and to see how excited they were to hear their thoughts after the fight win or lose the gratitude everyone showed after and said certain people were like man i can't believe i fought on pay-per-view this is a dream come true i was on a pay-per-view event that my family and friends could watch around the world and i kicked ass in the ring or i got my ass kicked or it was just a hell of a slobber knocker so many people people came to me and took me to the side and thanked me for the opportunity I gave them, what it felt and meant to them. And I wish I could literally get every single one of them to just ask them, how did you feel about the fight? How did you feel about walking down to the ring? How did you feel after the fight? How did you feel at the after party mingling with everyone again? It was so amazing. It was the coolest thing to see their joy and their happiness and their excitement. Oh, I wish, I wish everyone could have heard their testimony and how uh, it didn't only give me goosebumps it gave me like it filled my heart if my heart was only a quarter full and I was stressed out whatever after that these guys what they told myself and Peter and Tom I, like I don't know for them what they said to them but what they said to me literally was the icing on the cake it, it made that show that much better and that's a wrap from me guys I hope you enjoyed that story I hope you guys uh, could truly feel and understand how I felt in that moment and the accomplishment to actually pull something off like this feels. I'm still smiling talking about this the whole time. If you have anyone that pulled off a crazy event or did something similar to this, please inbox me, DM me. Make sure you also uh, rate our podcast. Check out our YouTube videos. We have short ones, we have long ones, and we're just having fun with this. The journey's just beginning. Let's rock and roll. Assalamu alaikum.